let me right off we go then <laughs> good morning everybody good morning and welcome to the truth to faith podcast i'm your host cliff steven today we have donna from the uk how are you donna oh donna's very well <laughs> that's good very well I've done my so reading would you like this to, um, what is it i did my reading this morning i was looking at jesus and being accused this morning Okay. Yeah, reading Matthew so you, 27. You were reading Matthew? Yeah. Nice. So um, <laughs> I seen you on um, Instagram and you post a lot of the same stuff that I'm into, like the true, the stuff. And I was like, yeah. maybe, you know, I seen you reading the Bible. I was like, you're the type of people I want to have on here. Christians that are hip to the game, that know what the deceiver and the devil's trying to do to steal our soul to keep us from going with Jesus. So yeah. I reached out and you were nice enough to join us. So thank you for that. Oh, welcome. This is what we're supposed to do to eat with each other. We're supposed to encourage one another, you know, yeah, by absolutely. talking about spiritual things rather than using that speech to gossip about silly things. This is what we've got mouths for. <laughs> absolutely. Yay. And it's funny you say that. So I'm going to read um, Jesus Calling real quick. It's a short reading. But it's funny yeah. you just said what you said because I'm pretty sure that's part of it. Um, what's today, the 19th? Yes, yes. Okay. There is a mighty battle going on for control of your mind. Heaven and earth intersect in your mind. The tugs of both spheres influence your thinking. I created you with the capacity to experience foretaste of heaven. When you shut out the world and focus on my presence, you can enjoy sitting with me in heavenly realms. This is an incredible privilege reserved for precious ones who belong to me and seek my face. Your greatest strength is your desire to spend time communing with me. As you concentrate on me, my spirit fills your mind with life and peace. The world exerts a downward pull on your thoughts. Media bombard you with greed, lust, and cynicism. When you face these things, pray for protection and discernment. Stay in continual communication with me. However you walk through the wastelands of this world, refuse to worry because this form of worldliness will weigh you down and block awareness of my presence. Stay alert. Recognize the battle being waged against your mind. Look forward to an eternity of strife-free living reserved for you in heaven. Oh, yeah. Whoops. Yeah. So I, I like that you say that about the gossip because um, it's so true. Like, I, I used to get caught up into that all the time because people that are very worldly, that's what that's what we do. You know, you gossip. Yeah. And like that says, you know, the worldly things pulling you down. Like I always found myself angry and miserable and the littlest <laughs> thing would send me off into a tailspin. And now, like, since I truly given myself to Jesus, um, I just let things go. You know, I know there's yeah. nothing, things happen. That's, you know what I mean? It's not impersonal. It's, 
And that's exactly what I do when I stop feeling myself get irritated. Um, I go to Jesus, you know, yeah. I, I read the Bible, I pray and in that yeah. I feel better. I feel more at peace. It's definitely medication. It definitely helps because I have um, mental health issues. I've been suffering with mental health issues in this world for, I was diagnosed at 23 and um, I'm able to keep a lid on things a lot better because I read daily and pray daily. Mm. And um, it's a, it's got to be a daily routine for me because it's like medication for me. It's like, um, as you've said before, just then, the world will distract you and get you caught up in looking at stories about this. So although some of it is relevant, you know, it's good to know yeah. what's going on, but 100%. not to be consumed with it so that it bothers you. It's just good to be aware that the system is going to get much harder for Christians, much harder than mm. we um, can imagine. I was just reading, like I said, Matthew. Now, the, the whole point of us having this foreknowledge is so we just ride it out cool as cucumber. We don't need to be fearful. We don't need to be worried. We've got the best backing of armies that we can't yeah. see them, but they're right behind us. And so we don't need to worry about mere humans and what they're talking about because they're all leading themselves into more anxiety, depression, worry. I just observe what's going on and I think, well, this is what we're supposed to be expecting. And in the Bible, it tells you many times, do not be afraid. <laughs> you know, Jesus was arrested, falsely accused, arrested, dobbed in by his best mate for money. And then, and then eventually had to, he was killed on a, on a cross. And we know that. We know Jesus went through that. So we as Christians, we need to be aware that we'll be crucified as well, whether it's a physical crucifixion or, you know, some other treatment. We're going to expect it. But we need to be in mind not to be scared. Yeah. In fact, find it funny. Laugh at it because, you know, it's just the enemy coming for you, as yeah. they did Jesus. So, you know, just ride it out, call as cucumber and stay in prayer. Now, the prayer is important, very important, because that will help guide you and keep that Holy Spirit, filling yourself with Holy Spirit. Oh, that's powerful stuff. So you'll get through anything. And Jesus was that example. Even yeah. though it wasn't very nice, it wasn't very nice for him to be accused wrongly. But what did he say after he was killed? It is done. Done. Yeah. It's he funny you say it. that too. Like, um, because, um, again, this is not to scare people, um, but like uh, there's some videos going around of uh, body bags getting shipped all over yeah. America. Oh, yeah. And again, like what you just said, you, you described me. I was so fearful. I, oh, we're going to get hit by a media. This, like I was so <laughs> afraid all the time. And, you know, God kind of put it on my heart. Um, and there was a part, do you ever see the chosen about Jesus? The show, the chosen. I didn't see it. No, it's so good. Um, so there's a, there's a, 
a Bible verse in there that I heard that I actually taught my seven-year-old daughter. She knows it by heart. It's, thus said the Lord, I who created you, O Jacob, I who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. And I don't know, for me, that I feel the love of God when I hear that, like surrounding me and hugging me and squeezing me and saying, don't worry. And like you said, they're going to come for us Christians. They're not coming for the Buddhists. They're not coming for the Muslims. They're not coming for, and I'm not knocking these religions, but I'm just saying, who gets persecuted? It's the Christians, right? So we know who is the real, you know, Jesus is our salvation, and we know that, and they will come for us in in the future. And like you said, I'm going to you know, I'm gonna smile the whole way. I'm going to be whistling, yeah. you know. You <laughs> don't funny. Me. Yeah. <laughs> because the exactly. devil, when he attacked Job, he had to ask permission from God to do that to Job. You know, when he accused Job of being, um, oh, he's only serving you because you bless him. Look at all the things you've given to him. He's got a nice house, big family. You know, he, he was financially doing well. Um, He had all this cattle and everything. So he had to ask permission of God to actually attack Job. Twice he went to him. He said, I'm going to go after your servant. And God said, yes, you you, you be free to do so, but don't kill him. But you can do what you want. And Job did stay faithful. He did. And he didn't even have the awareness of the devil then. They didn't know then. So that shows that there are people that can be faithful under trial, under persecution, under any problem you go through, you can be faithful knowing your enemy has asked for permission to attack you. He's not allowed to do it without permission. This is what gives me confidence as well, that when God allows him to attack you, that you can just stand in his face and laugh in his face, no matter what he is throwing at you, you just laugh in his face because every wicked deed that's done against you and was demonstrated with Job, you will get it all back. He, he had 10 children replaced. He had his financial, uh, his, you know, his, um, what do you call it? His job was replaced. You know, he's an independent business, got cattle. In those days, it was different. He had all his cattle back and more. He was given more. which I find so encouraging. Now, for us, the blessing for us in this life, yes, we will be um, blessed for being faithful, but we'll also receive that everlasting life Mm. where we can spend that time without fear of death, without concern of the devil being there. There'll be no more pain, no more suffering. There'll be no need for doctors. There'll be no need for medication. There'll be no anxiety there'll be nothing so i try and zoom my head my mindset into that world that promise where jesus does eventually become king of the earth and reigns on he's going to reign over the earth for a thousand years and that's who we can look forward to being our leader and we will be living forever it's like a no-brainer you've got to smile about that Mm -hmm. you know even if you take your life you can be resurrected in john 5 28 29 says do not marvel all those in the burial tombs will be will be raised some to a resurrection of life and some 
to a, a resurrection of damnation. Some people won't accept Jesus still because of the, well, the lies that were told about him around that time. Because when you think about the resurrection, we're talking about billions of people are going to be resurrected. And some of them will know in their mind what G who Jesus was. Some didn't believe. And they might still not believe. Well, in that in that sense, you won't get to, to live because Jesus is going to be in charge. And you have to accept Jesus. It tells us Jesus bought you. He paid with his life to buy you. Mm. His perfect body bought your perfect life back, your eternal life back, what was lost. So I look forward to it. I think, yeah, throw it at me, the devil. Come on, throw it at me. I, I just keep <laughs> headbutting it off. You know, and there can be some wicked things that happen to us as Christians. You know, we know this. Job went through hell, but he got blessed again. You know, he was got everything back. But, but And he will gain eternal life as well. I can't wait to see Job. So when, um, um, when I... You know when my life truly changed when I realized that that little negative voice that's not I used to think that was just like my um like I used to think some people had a positive one and they were just confident all the time and I used to thought that was just me hearing like saying to myself this negative stuff but when I realized yeah. it was the deceiver and the, I mean, they called him the accuser. And that's what he does yeah. in our ear. He accuses you. You're crazy. You're not this. You're yeah. not good enough. Or blah, blah, blah. And when I, when God put that on my heart and said, that that's not you. My whole life's changed these last, like, few months, four months, five months. Where every time, if that voice now tries to creep in, I say out loud. I don't care where I am. I go, listen. You're not my master no more. I know the truth. I'm with Jesus Christ. Leave me alone. <laughs> and it stops. I don't hear the negativity all the time, you know, trying to put me down and lead me astray and lead me to addiction and substance yeah. abuse. Like, I, I'm all set. I'm happy over with God. And I, I want to say <laughs> one more thing was um, I love what you said about prayer because I, I, I really believe that and I notice it like, when you pray every day, you get filled with the Holy Spirit and like you get filled with it and you're happy and you're all right. And like for me, I'll notice as I like if I, I say I don't pray for a few days, I notice see myself because, you know, the Holy Ghost is it's yeah. it's like we're losing gas. And then I yeah. but now I know I'm like, wait, I don't feel too great. I'm like, oh, I got to pray. And then yeah. zoom, <laughs> I get my energy back and I'm happy and. I just stayed close. So I love that you said that. I can relate so much to that. Yeah, you can pray for hours. I just sit talking. I say, have you seen this going on down here and all this nonsense the humans are up to? Um, and I get it off my chest yeah. because when I don't, I find a cloud over me and the devil can get in. The devil's very The devil's been around for thousands of years. And he studied humans and he knows your weakness, my weakness. And he'll send particular demons to say, oh, that person's weakness is drug addiction or alcohol. And he'll send a particular demon to you. Yeah. It's very organized, is the devil, you know. We can't, we're not, he's very experienced. Like I say, he's a lot older than us. And um, he'll send that demon and he'll start giving you the 
you know, when the demon comes around you, you will feel neg negativity straight oh, away. Sure. Or it will be a form of a person that discourages you and says, what are you doing, you crazy loon? What do you mean, G? D don't you know the Bible's just fiction? How can you believe in that book? You know, and, and you'll get all this to cause this doubt. Me, I'm like, off you go. Bat yeah. it back with a tennis ball. Ignore him. When you refuse to buy what he tells you, he just goes away again. He, he, yeah. he flees from you, you know, when he's not successful. But the confidence I have is I think you've asked permission to try and attack me from, from the creator and you can't do it. You're not going to beat me because I'm going to stay strong. But I do get really bad uh, negativity sometimes, self-doubt. Am I good enough? Um, I sometimes feel really worthless. And I think, no, that's him again. That's him again. Stop yeah. it. <laughs> and it is a yeah. constant battle to stay yeah. positive, happy, because we should be shining our light. Mm. We're not supposed people who follow Jesus aren't supposed to be fearful or um, miserable, although we do go through tough times. And yeah. in the past, Jeremiah, especially when he had to declare judgment on behalf of the creator um it, he was very depressed at the, the time and he wanted to kill himself he was so depressed <laughs> because of everything that was going on around him you know th there was going to be a judgment coming and a lot of people were going to be slaughtered and he was like seeing all this stuff happening and it got to him because he was on his own he was a prophet on his own doing this he was like oh <laughs> don't let me go through but that's what's good about us. We have the Bible now, the full, complete mm. Bible, to keep us encouraged. So when we read about the prophets of old and the old disciples that had to follow and go through stuff, we can get lots of comfort from that and encouragement and think, well, I felt a bit like that. But yes, you're right. It's not right. Let's get out of it. It's got to happen. Snap out of it. We're cool. But um, it's so comforting that we have this loving letter to explain to us what happened in the beginning, what's happening now, and how we can look forward to everlasting life under Jesus' reign. You know, this life is false. It's the devil's idea. You know, the devil's idea of ruling the world. This is. Yeah. <laughs> this is what he's got for us. Once <laughs> upon a time. I mean, if you look back on, like, you know, when Solomon went astray, you know, even yes. like the money, like money's nothing. It's a paper, it's a construct of something that a man created to, to yep. take power, to have ownership over things that don't belong to him, that belong to God. You yep. know, and yep. they keep us in a little rat race where you're working so much that you can't see what's going on. Like, I know people, um, they just, they don't see it. And, you know, no. once God takes those, that veils off your eyes, like, I don't watch <laughs> sports no more. Like, I got them tattooed on me from when I was little. But I just, things like that, I understand now it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of life. You know, we should be no. walking a good life and trying to bring people. Um, what I want to ask you, like, what was it like during COVID in the UK? Because I... You know, you hear different things, but, you know, I was kind of wondering, 
Like what what was going on over there? Was it as crazy and bad as yeah. everybody was saying? COVID over here, um, I'd not long had my spine surgery. And um, I came out of hospital in the November. And by the time it got to January, it was already sounding alarms. Well, I was trying to get myself back to health. So um, then by February, we were shut down completely. You weren't even allowed out more than once a day. And there were drones watching and there were people fined if they went out more than once. Wow. You know, they, they were drones. Yeah, seriously. I saw one right close up in my garden. I'd been to see my sister who'd had a baby and I came back in a taxi and there was a drone in my, flying over my garden. I, had, I didn't get a fine. I didn't get a letter either. But my sister's friend did. She was fined £250 for leaving the house more than once. And... um so it, uh, lots of businesses obviously closed down here and lots of people, um, once the vaccine came out, we had the division, another division born yeah. into society of let's hate the vaccinated, let's hate the vaccinated. Well, that's a sign, well, that's a, not a sign, that's a, an example of what can happen when the people in charge, the people in control decide to, um, if they don't get people to be agreeable, they'll cause problems for you. Yeah. And it's a real sign of what's going to come later because they can do it for nothing. I mean, let's face it, COVID was just a flu. And yeah. some people, as I've worked in care, I've done end of life. People with flu can die, especially if their immune system is weak. You you can die from flu. There's thousands of people die with flu, just flu. So <clears throat> they've got pushing this fear onto us and then accusing the vaccinated of being the problem. Uh, sorry, the unvaccinated of being the problem. So it causes divide. And people want to wear masks and others don't. And that causes divide. All based on nothing, all based on a flu that they just decided, well, let's see what we can do with these people, if we can get them to behave themselves. And they use very barbaric tactics, like setting us against each other, calling the vac unvaccinated people, you know, as good as called as murderers, you yeah. know. You know, and it, it, those accusations against us were... Ooh, I thought they took it way too far until the war. And then we never heard anything else yeah. <laughs> until the war. They pushed it, pushed it, pushed it, pushed it. And then the war started with Ukraine, uh, Russia, sorry, with Ukraine. And then it became all about the war. And yeah. now people are walking around. Some are still masked. Some are not. And that, that programming has worked. Because some people permanently believe that they need to wear masks every time they go out and others don't. And it's causing problems still because society needs to be cohesive and work together. But we're not. We're still divided. Well, what I see is it's like you people that are so-called smart, like who have degrees and stuff, 
I see they tend to fall in line so easy and they even get like crazy defensive. Like you, you yep. see them wearing mask in the car. You're like there's nobody else in your car. What do you like? It doesn't, <laughs> I just don't get it. it. It doesn't compute in my mind. And I think, I really think this was COVID was a dry run. I think because Bill Gates says it all the time. Oh, we got to be ready for even way worse. So I, I feel like they're going to usher in. And I think, too, the other thing is I, I think they're going to usher in a, a more serious pandemic because um, a lot of people are waking up, even if they ain't waking up to the fact that uh, Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior. They are starting to understand that we live in a special place created by a God for us specially. You know, and I, yeah. I think the path that they're on is a good path. I think that's why I named it Truth to Faith, because I believe once you start getting nuggets of truth, eventually you will realize that the truth is that we are special. The Christian God is the one and only God, and he created us. You know, he created this place special for us. And then yes. Satan came and took over because he got kicked out of heaven. You know, yep. if you look, you look around the world uh, in North America, South America, you know, all over the world, they have stories of these beings coming down and teaching them how to make weapons and all this crazy stuff. I mean, it fits with the Bible perfect, yeah. you know? Yeah. The Book of Enoch. Is, and so, yeah. It's definitely, definitely been foretold. If you look at the Bible, the pandemics, it calls it pestilences in the Bible, but it's the same thing. It just means diseases. It said that there'll be pestilences, wars. Um, I can't Earth remember the list, but it's in Matthew lives. 24. Yeah. yeah. Matthew 24 will tell you, but it also promises... Um, just before the end comes, that the gospel will be preached, the good news of the gospel will be abundant. Yeah. And then Jesus will say, right, we'll call it. But it does tell us in Matthew 24, no flesh will be saved unless I step in and stop it at the last mm. minute. This is what we've got to be prepared for. The body bags. We know we're going to see mass death from the Bible prophecy. And now we're seeing it come to fruition. We're seeing the evidence of it. And it can scare you, you know, it can make people fearful. But when you know that you can be resurrected, you know that it's just death is just asleep. Yeah. Um, it's not even death to Jesus. He, he doesn't even see it as death. It says, Don't be don't be marvel at it. I can raise anybody, you know, it's not a problem for me. But um the devil wants to turn most of us away from Jesus. He wants us to stop following Jesus, his aim, because he wants to hurt Jesus. And he knows he can hurt Jesus, not because he can't kill him. He can't touch Jesus, but he can touch us. He can mm. come for us. And yeah. once he's got one of us back in his system, back in his way of thinking, doing things that we shouldn't be doing, He's waving that to Jesus going, look at me. I've just got yeah. one of yours. And that's how he hurts Jesus and the father. So he's going to use things like fear and deceit and all the things that we're seeing now. It's just his, he knows he's got a short time left before he's locked away. 
He's going to be bound for a thousand years. So he's going to do the level best to try and get as many of us following Jesus to be destroyed as he can. Because he's also facing that same fate. Eventually, he's going to be destroyed. And we we, we have that confidence that we can just ignore all this, really. We don't want to let this worry us too much. Although we like to know, be informed, because we want to see how close we are towards that day where he comes back. But we shouldn't be worried. We should, and, that, and that's why I'm grateful for the Bible, because it can give you all the information that you need. It's your letter, like reading a letter from your dad, and you read it, and you can stay on the right path. And that's the only way we'll do it, because one or two days of not reading, you start, you start to get swayed into the world. You, it's like a vacuum. It's almost like, you know, you yeah. can't help it, can you? Because we're living in it. We're living in that in this world. So we're not like living in a little community of safety. We're actually amongst the wolves here. Exactly. You know? So we've and, got to be, you know, yeah, because we, we walked in the world. Like I used to love, you know, I was so obsessed with being worldly and having the new clothes and getting into fights and drinking that. Like I loved it. I really yeah. did it. It gave me, it filled me with adrenaline and I just would love yeah. it. And now that I'm away from it, I can't even, you know, and it's nothing that I've done. It's only through the grace of God that I was able to get here. It's nothing I do. It's nothing we do. It's literally God's grace and love. And now being here, I couldn't imagine going back. But I do, like, like you said, when I'm not filling myself with the Holy Ghost every day, I, you do. You, sometimes you feel yourself being pulled and, yeah, you got to be aware of it. You know, I I think Jesus is coming soon. Just yeah. everything seems to be lining up, you know, and we know the um like we know the global elite who are run by the devil and they're all Satanists, yeah. they have agenda twenty thirty. Yeah. So, you know, I I think it's I think Jesus is coming soon. You know, maybe he comes yeah. by twenty fifty. I don't know, but we gotta be ready. I agree. Yeah. Even if we die before Jesus comes, we still have to have that knowledge of him and have that relationship with him because in the resurrection, we'll want to be able to give a good witness or a good um, explanation because everybody has to stand before Jesus, you know, even if you've died. Nobody will be getting away with anything. They'll still stand for judgment if we look at Revelation, um, every single one, and some will get through so you want to have the knowledge so when you come back you know who he is you're not you know you're not going to be confused you're going to recognize oh that's jesus that's jesus i'm back oh you know you don't want to come back confused and not know because yeah. those who do might still question is is that jesus or what's going on you know you you don't know what's going to happen during the resurrection <laughs> but it's really important not only to have a, a peaceful, a peace of mind in this life, but then, you know, even though you die, you'll still have that relationship with Jesus. You're still there. You know, you're going to recognize him. You're going to know, oh, it's happened and stuff, you know, because being asleep for a long time, you might you might forget a few things, but you'll still have knowledge, the knowledge that you died with, you know, 
So knowing and, and getting as much information now, even when faced with death, you won't worry about it because, you know, you just have that confidence and you totally understand this is foretold. Christians are going to get it. The devil takes us following Jesus. He takes that as a personal attack. He thinks, how dare you follow him? This is my world. I'm the God of this system. And he hates it. He so hates it. And like you've just said, all the governments are under him. You can oh, see it, can't you? Yeah, 100%. You can really you can see they're so evil. But that is how stupid Satan is. They reflect his stupidity and his yeah. reprobate mind. I mean, how can that be used in a world where humans need to be cohesive? We're supposed to be brother and sisters. Yeah. You know, he's even got us all hated in each other because of our colour of our skin or maybe where we come from. I mean, how reprobate is that? Think If you consider that. So you see all the characteristics of Satan and you think, what a horrible um, being. And, yeah. and people follow it. People have the choice and they want to follow it because they'll get this money, they'll get power, they'll get fame, they'll get everything they they want because the, the devil will bless them because this is his world. Yeah. And if but we don't call miserable. out to God, yeah. You know, they look miserable. Like you see them, like yes. they have all this the nicest stuff. But then you 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 have to say what they want, you have to do what they want. You can never have your own opinion because they'll just kill you. You know, we see it all yes. the time yes. where stars just end up dead and oh uh you know, you, you see it happen all the time, like singers that were exposed in child trafficking. They, you know, both of them killed themselves. They were both just yep. doing a movie on the guy from Linkin Park. And, you know, Paul Walker, I think, was speaking out. And then, you know, yep. you see video of a literally of a drone, like getting hit with a bomb. And they said he caught, he was in a car accident. So if you try to stray, it did, you got money and everything, but you, you're not free. I would have. You know, I, I love. I'd rather be poor and have God's love and grace than have yeah. everything and be uh, going to the, damnation. That's it. I mean, the thing, the 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 problem with those people is when you choose money and you choose that, the consequences are going to be there. And what I do is I pray for them that they wake up and understand that they've made a mistake, you know, the world, because unfortunately the gospel should be abundant. It should have been carried on. Jesus' ministry should have been continuous from the day he died. But something got lost somewhere. Now we have a lot of false teachings and a lot of Satan, because uh, Satan likes to open religions. He, if he can confuse you and make you wonder, which one's the right? You know, he's got it all set up to make us crazy. It's like an asylum down here. Yeah. <laughs> it's like an oh, asylum. I agree. And you, you to, to, to work out what's true and what's not, even the Bible tells you examine everything carefully because we can't afford to be trusting blindly in humans. We don't know until we've tested them. You know, like not tested them as in tested them, but 
got to know a little bit more about what they do, what they believe and things. We, we have to be so careful, but we need to compare it to the scriptures because the scriptures is what might, that's, that's your, um, when, when you examine anything, you, you look at the scriptures and see, is it in line with, is it in line with the scriptures or is it the devil again? Because it can be very deceiving, the devil, you know, he's good at deception. He told yeah. Eve, don't be silly. You won't die if you eat from the fruit. You'll be like God, you know. And she made that mistake. She made that mistake of going for the option of knowing good from bad. Because they didn't know bad in, that, in the beginning. And she chose that mistakenly. And we see a lot of people do what Eve did. They get pulled in with these industries that make them famous and rich. But then they're controlled, you see. And that's where we are. We're enslaved with the devil now yeah. because of that decision. They become enslaved with the devil. And it's so, it's horrible. And they are still precious to God yet and Jesus. Jesus didn't die for, for us to be destroyed. He died to save us. So I always pray for them that they'll, you know, find the strength to wake up, realise, because there's no abundant knowledge of it. You know, people are, like I say, there's different religions, there's different um, organisations and all this that are pulling these, like Scientology for is for one, been a very powerful tool used by the devil. And we know what goes on now because it's been spoke about outwardly. Um, but it's it's about money. It's all money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and um, these people are so lost and they don't see what's coming and what the devil's got in. They think they're being blessed because they've got money. But like you said, they're not free. They're not happy. They've got to yeah. do everything they're told. They can't say this. They can't say that. And it's it becomes a real nightmare of a life. And, really? and that's where yeah. Satan wants you. Because he doesn't care about you. Even if you do serve him, he doesn't care about you. He's going to end up dobbing you in anyway. He's going to end up exposing you and destroying you because he gets pleasure from it. He gets total pleasure from seeing lives destroyed. As we yeah. can tell what he does to people. You know, one minute they're famous. Next thing, they're being slandered everywhere in the papers. They're being slandered everywhere on social media. And that damages them as people big time, you know, yeah. and ruins their lives. You know, it's it's just so Jesus said, you're, be in the world, but don't be of the world. Don't get involved with it like that, you know. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a dangerous place. And I've had experience where I've been, you know, I used to go out thinking I was a, a big girl when I was younger, getting drunk. I could never remember what I did the, 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 the day morning after, but it was the norm. And I accepted that as the norm. So I continued to live like that because it was normal. Yeah. <laughs> I never stopped to ask myself, Donna, if you don't remember what's going on, you feel ill for a whole week because you've drank about 15 pints of cider and got so drunk you don't know what you was up to. I mean, how's that a good time? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but it was something that we all seem to do. 
Yep, everybody. Yeah, everybody. Oh, I couldn't wait to smoke my first cigarette. You know, let's have one of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you've got to realise at some point that these are, they feel like you've got your freedom, didn't you? You felt like, oh, I'm free to go to the pub, but I'm 18, I can go and get drunk. You did feel free, but then you realise it's another enslavement because addiction isn't enslavement. It's another thing to pull you down, make you skint, you know, make people make you do be, pl- practice behaviors that were more in line with the devil than they were Jesus. And, you know, it's well, that's it's, why it's, they call alcohol spirits. Yeah. You know, most, <laughs> most murders happen be- from people on alcohol because it, it does. Right. Get, you know, I used to get. You know, I would get drunk and I would look for a fight always, yeah. every time. I loved it. Like, I was addicted to it. People yeah. would even say it like, Cliff, we're going out. Don't, no fighting. And I'd be like, all right, <laughs> I'm really going to try. And then sure enough, six, seven, eight beers in, someone looks at me wrong and we're in a fist fight. And they're like, you said, and I'm like, and, and it is like, I look back now and I know it was the, like the devil. Like, yeah. You know, it was all ego and it was nonsense. Like fighting over what? Because someone looked at you wrong or it was just nonsense. I was the same. I mean, I got into fights when I was drunk and was arrested. And, you know, I've been uh, sectioned and all sorts, you know, has happened to me because of behavior through drink. Yeah. I mean... You have to, I mean, it's, but I see my daughter, she's 24, and she's been really heavily addicted to cocaine and MDMA, and she tried ketamine, and she went through all these things to try, and then she's come out the other end now and said, I don't really want all that anymore. I said, no, because you've, dis- you've, you've, you've been through a lot. You've been locked up in rehab now for a year. And before that, you've spent time. They don't put her in jail. They put her in, in a. They lock her in a mental hospital. I said, well, that's 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 because you've you've now gone through the process of it, faced the consequences, and luckily for you, you don't want any more of it because you can see what damage it's done to you. You know, she's 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 been she's she went through a lot when she was on her drugs, like stuff that happened it it really was evil and um i said so you've seen firsthand jessica what that life does for you we we tend to think that you know mom and dad don't want us having fun or you know and i said it's nothing to do with stopping you having fun it's to do with stopping you from damaging yourself she was almost i said you could have been dead You, you know she she actually broke a bottle and because she was so angry with somebody else and they weren't present, she put that sliced bottle and sliced the back of her leg, her, her own leg. And I thought that, you know, any little, any deeper, and it was deep, any deeper, yeah. and you would have got your artery, you wouldn't be oh, here. Yeah. yeah. And this is, this is the danger. And I said to her, so you, you can look back at all those years that you've been addicted, examine all the things you've done to yourself, and things you've done to other people, circumstances you've been in, things you've witnessed. And, you know, because she's witnessed people overdose, she's she's witnessed 
things, really evil things. I said, now you understand why those things are not pleasurable. <laughs> they might make yeah. you feel good, but they get you involved in, in, in practices and, and circles that aren't good. It's a, it's a trap because that first hit is, oh, I feel great. You know, I feel invincible. I can cope with life. But yeah. look at what it does over time. It, it's, it's, it's this real It leads to such a dark path. And, um, like, yeah. I grew up in South Boston in Massachusetts, and uh, I would say 90%, like, there was thousands of kids in my neighborhood. On every corner, there was a group of 20. And I... I'm not even exaggerating, probably 85% of them kids are dead, gone. 85% of yeah. thousands of children, and it's heartbreaking. And I got caught up in it, and luckily um, the Lord sent me my daughter, and, you know, she's really – I moved out of the city, and I, I just – I don't live that life no more. And same thing, it's not appealing to me anymore, and – it was all out of pain and I always chase it to pain and I kind of wanted to die because all my good friends were dying and I just, I didn't care. But, yeah. you know, yeah. now I have my daughter, I have my faith and I'm happy today and I'm content and I yeah. can't change yeah. the past. The past is no. the past. And, you know, all we could do is live in the present and in this moment and be grateful for the time we have, because like we said earlier, it's going to get tough for Christians. So I, I look at every yeah. day yeah. where we're not being persecuted like other Christians in the world. It's a good day. Yeah. You know, we really have nothing to be sad about or miserable. Like we've, we, we're very grateful, you know, and blessed. So yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I really appreciate you coming on, Donna. You've been, you've been great. I, I really you. appreciate your time. Um, would you, do you want to leave the audience with anything? Well, I'm going to say this. In the world today, with the deception, with everything that's going on, the one thing that everybody could do is read your own Bible. Make mm. it a practice to pray and read and study. And if you find the Bible difficult, go for the Bible stories book for children. Mm. <laughs> that's my favourite my favorite tip. I get that from my daughter. Yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful, simplified version of, yay, cool. <laughs> yeah, she loves it. She's got the pictures. It's a beautiful book. But yeah, yeah no, it's a good idea. It, Just so you can understand a, it. And, yeah. And yep. I think it's, I think, you know, if everybody did just a page a day and a, a prayer to ask for the discernment, the wisdom, and really understand, you know, asking um the asking, I call him Heavenly Father. I say Heavenly Father. We know his name is YHWH, as from the Tetragrammaton, the God of Abraham. Um, some people would translate that, however, Yahweh, Jah, Jehovah. There's different names that people use, but I always call Heavenly Father so that it doesn't get confused with Satan because he's God as well, we have to remember. But um, I pray to him first and read and you will be that's the best thing that you can do you've got the information from the right source and you've got the holy spirit from the right source <laughs> and that will get you through because this will get harder amen yeah you want to share yeah. um your you don't have to 
but I know you post some stuff. Do you want to share your Instagram or no? You don't have to if you don't want to. I can do. Um, what do I call myself again? Donna, Louis. I forgot what I've called. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Donna Louise Benny on Instagram. If you want to follow Donna or send her kind yes. words, do not send nothing negative or be rude. I don't. I don't think any of my listeners like that. But uh, no. Donna posts stuff like I do, and you know I like looking at Donna's page. Donna, I really appreciate your time. Yes. I'll keep you and your daughter in Thank my you. prayers, and um, God bless you. Yes, and you as Thank well. You. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, Donna.